Today is Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we'll preview tonight's openers for the late model Knoxville Nationals and the Hockett McMillan Memorial and dig into Bill Baylog's rookie all-star season by request. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons depending on where you consume this. That'll make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Don't forget DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. After not happening uh, in 2020 because of the pandemic, the late model Knoxville Nationals are taking place this weekend with racing starting tonight at Knoxville. This is a Lucas Oil late model dirt series event with Thursday and Friday serving as prelim nights to set up Saturday's racing. The next two nights feature full programs of racing with $7,000 going to the winner. Saturday night's 100 lap main event will pay $50,000 to the winner. In 16 previous runnings of the event, we've had 12 different winners with Jimmy Owens winning the two most recent races back in 2019 and 2018. Mike Marler won it two years in a row before that in 2016 and 2017. On the Knoxville Raceway website, they have a pre-entry list that includes 40 drivers right now. It's the regular cast of characters for Lucas, plus names like Rick Eckert, Brandon Shepard, Ricky Weiss, Kyle Strickler, Ryan Gustin, Jason Fager, Chris Simpson, and more. Matt Cosner is on the entry list, but we know he won't be there as his team is recovering from COVID. There are also rumors about several other drivers showing up that aren't on that list. Uh, We'll just have to wait and see if any of those guys actually do come. But we do know that the Texas Dirt Nationals, which is paying $50,000 to win on Saturday night, is going to draw some cars away from Knoxville. The ongoing parts and tire shortages will also probably affect some guys. Kyle Larson will be at Knoxville tonight in the Rumley 6, but their plan is to only race tonight with Larson off to Bristol this weekend for NASCAR. Larson is coming off that sixth place finish on Monday night at Fairbury in the Flow Racing Night in America series. He led laps early but ended up suffering a flat tire and had to drive back through the field. Jonathan Davenport tweeted this morning that only Saturday night's racing pays points, so we won't have any movement in the standings until then. Tim McCready is the current series championship leader by 270 points over Davenport. Hudson O'Neill is only another five points behind Davenport in third. Nobody else is really in the fight behind them with Kyle Bronson and Owens completing the top five. McCready is coming in off the strength of back-to-back wins in the last two series races at Port Royal and Portsmouth and has been the hottest driver as of late. Davenport doesn't have a Lucas win since Lucas Oil Speedway on July 17th, and he'll need to piggyback off that World 100 win to get things going again uh, if he's going to get back in this championship fight. O'Neill hasn't finished worse than sixth in his past five races, and that includes wins at Port Royal and at Batesville for the topless 100. So there are plenty of storylines to follow the next three nights between big money on the line, an ongoing points battle, Larson, etc., should be a really fun couple of days at Knoxville. Obviously, we don't normally get to see late models at Knoxville, so something a little bit different. All three nights are being streamed live on MAV TV Plus, with Saturday Night's Racing also available live on the MAV TV TV network as well. Also starting tonight is the three-day Hockett McMillan Memorial at Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland, Missouri. The event features the ASCS National Tour wing sprint cars and the Power Eye War non-wing sprint cars. At last check, I saw 60 winged entries for the event and 58 non-wing entries, so there'll be no lack of cars to watch over the next three nights. The wing list includes the ASCS regulars, plus Brenham Crouch, Ayrton Jenatin, Zach Dom, Chase Randall, and Josh Boffman. 
The war list also includes Zach Dom, also guys like Noah Gass. What about Los Lamos series director Casey Schumann is in there, as is Joe B. Miller. Schumann actually used to be the series director and owned the war series. Talked on the show yesterday about the points battle happening with the ASCS between Blake Hahn and Matt Covington. With war, things are pretty much over, I'd say. This is the final war weekend of the season, and Mario Clauser enters with a 100-point lead in the standings on the strength of six wins, eight top fives, and 12 top tens in 14 races. I believe this will be Clauser's first war championship. There are two full nights of racing Thursday and Friday, with Saturday being the 10000 to win finale for the ASCS drivers and $3,077 to win finale for war. Sam Havertieb Jr. won the winged portion last year, while Garrett Aitken was the non-winged winner. All three nights will be streamed live on MAV TV+. A big topic of yesterday's show was James McFadden uh, kind of quietly having a very good season with the Outlaws. And in the YouTube comments on the show, Brian popped up and wanted to know why I don't talk more about the All-Stars and specifically Bill Baylog. I'm going to push back a bit on Brian because we talk about the All-Stars pretty regularly on this show and have been following Tyler Courtney's dominance all season. As for Baylog, his rookie season with the series has definitely gotten lost a bit, so I figured we'd do this for Brian and take a look at the North Pole Nightmares season to date. Through 44 races, Baylog is currently fourth in the standings behind Courtney, Corey Eliasson, and Hunter Schoenberg. Fourth through sixth is really tight right now, with Baylog, Zebwise, and Cap Henry all only separated by 46 points. While the top three in the standings are pretty much set with only five race nights left, this battle for fourth is still very much in play. Baylog joined the All-Stars full-time this season after racking up 10 IRA Sprint Car Championships racing across Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, and more. He's also a previous World of Outlaws winner at Beaver Dam back in 2016. So far this season for Baylog and the team, there have been some incredibly high points and definitely some tough stretches. The high point was definitely winning back-to-back at Plymouth Dirt Track and Angel Park back in early June. They were Baylog's first two series wins ever. Along the way, though, he's also had 14 finishes outside the top 15, uh, and in all, he has 11 top 5s and 18 top 10s in 44 starts, including the two wins and 67 laps led. Uh, So definitely some up and down finishes through the year for Baylog. His average finish is just under 12th, I think 11.76, right around there. Um, And he does have a positive feature plus minus at plus 52, so that's certainly good. He had a solid weekend most recently at Port Royal during the Tusky, finishing 2nd on Thursday, 11th on Friday, and 8th in the Big Show on Saturday. With Williams, Grove, and Lincoln on tap for the weekend, Baylog will need to keep up the strong runs if he's going to stay ahead of Wise and Henry in the standings. If you'd like to know more about Bill, go and find Open Red episode 157. Me and Ross had him on back in 2019, and we covered a lot of ground with him. Uh, you know, his journey from, he, he grew up in Alaska, moved to Wisconsin, and obviously his sprint car career since then. I'll have more on the all-star races ahead on tomorrow's show. If you ever have topics you'd like to see me cover or questions for the show, certainly don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. You can comment on the YouTube videos. You can drop me messages on social media. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. Uh, I also got asked recently if I'll continue doing shows during the off-season, and as some of my longtime followers know, we did shows all through the off-season last year, and I certainly don't have any plans to slow down once the season ends this year. There's always silly season news to talk about. There's winter racing kind of in the southeast and down under, and we'll get into certainly plenty of other topics as well. And kind of just to get some of you up to speed if you are newer to the show, the first episode of this show debuted on February 6th, 2020. 
And uh, since then, we are right now sitting on 407 episodes as of today. They certainly rack up quick when you do them five days a week. I've also done an additional 52 conversations episodes with uh, various dirt racing personalities as well. So plenty of content already out there with a lot more to come. Thanks to everyone that continues to tune into the show regularly, whether that's the podcast or the YouTube show. There are eight shows on the streaming schedule for today. Flow Racing has practice from the Fonda 200 and Flow 24-7. MapTV Plus has the opening nights of the Hockett McMillan Memorial and Late Model Knoxville Nationals. Racing Boys also has the Hockett. Racing Dirt has the Wissota 100. Speed Sport has action from Cedar Lake Speedway. And SprintCarUnlimited.tv has four tens tonight from Baps Motor Speedway. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.